What's up, everybody? Welcome back to Baseball Connection. We have a lot to dig into. Let's just jump right into it. There's a lot on our plate today. Um, so I'm sure many of you were watching the Super Bowl yesterday. I sure was. It was a good game. It was a good game. Congrats to the Tampa Bay Bucks for winning that. And you know what that means. Once the Super Bowl is over, baseball is just around the corner. Pitchers and catchers are going to be reporting very soon. It's like... Um, it, it kind of culminates somewhat of, you know, the end of the offseason, the baseball offseason. That's the way I like to think of it. But, you know, I'm, I'm just seeing word right now that Major League Baseball is is trying to shake up spring training a little bit where they have, you know, clusters of teams playing in pods, basically. So um, it's going to be in Florida, at least for the Grapefruit League. So uh, teams will play on the east coast of Florida. Then another set of teams will play on the west coast of Florida. And they'll just do that. And also there will be a lot more inter-squad matchups this year than before. So that there's not as much traveling in spring training this year. But that is, yeah, that's, that's just the news coming from Ken Rosenthal right now. Pedro Gomez passed away yesterday. This is this is really sad news. Pedro Gomez was an ESPN reporter, and he mostly covered baseball. And he, I mean, he was just a great guy. I mean, you love to. He always had good insights. And because he's Cuban, he's perfectly bilingual. And it was always good seeing him. You know, do the translations. He'll you know he'll he'll be on the camera speaking to the camera in English. He'll talk to a Spanish-speaking player in Spanish, and he just like translate on the fly. And he had a good rapport with many of the um, Latin players in the major leagues, and that was always really good to see. But he passed away yesterday unexpectedly, and it, it's a huge loss. It's a huge loss for you know the broadcasting community, for the baseball community, everything. And um, it's, it's just really sad to sad to hear. I mean, we, we don't know what happened, but yeah, it, it's it's rough. I mean, he was just tweeting yesterday. He was tweeting yesterday, and then hours later, it was um, it was um, reported that he passed away. So uh, he he's gonna be missed. He's gonna be missed, and um, yeah, the baseball world is gonna miss him for sure. In other news, we have a couple deals. The Reds have agreed to a deal with D. Strange Gordon. That's the new last name. It's no longer just D. Gordon. It's D. Strange Gordon. Strange Gordon. He's you know paying you know respect to his his mother, who her last name was Strange, and you know she was at least she was murdered when he was a little child. But he's going by D. Strange Gordon now. He's agreed to a deal, a minor league deal with the Reds. He's a utility guy at this point. I mean. Shortstop is a position he's played a lot before, but I don't even know where they're they're trying to put him this year. I know the Reds do need a shortstop. I mean, this is a minor league deal. I don't think they're looking for a D to be their, you know, their their everyday shortstop or anything. But you can put him in left field. You can put him in center. Uh, you can put him at short. But at least they have one more option to look at in spring training. That's going to be D. Strange Gordon. The other deal is that the Mets have signed Albert Almora. So all the talk about the Mets needing a center fielder, would they get JBJ, uh, all that, they went to get Albert Almora. So obviously this is a this is going to be a weak spot in their lineup if we're just being blunt. As far as at the bat, Almora doesn't do a whole lot. Um, but, I mean, defensively he can hold his own and he's 
he's going to get a chance to to play every day because they really need a center fielder. Not not a flashy signing, but it's it's something nonetheless, and the Mets needed something. Um, so expect him to bat in like the nine hole or something, and it's just going to be it's going to be a major league deal with a bunch of incentives, but not much else to it. They just needed some piece there. He's a strong defender and right-handed hitter. He'll get decent playing time. I don't even know what the what the financials look like on this one yet, but don't expect it to be anything anything significant. But the the Mets have made so many upgrades this offseason that they can afford to, you know, to kind of sacrifice a little on the offensive end in center field. They just need a good defensive center fielder. They don't need a big bat. They already have Lindor. They already have, you know, McCann, Conforto, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. The list goes on. So um, they'll, they'll be fine. They'll be fine. And speaking of center field, speaking of Jackie Bradley Jr. specifically, so obviously, I mean, you would think that with Amor going to the Mets that they're done. But they're saying, I mean, a report was was circulated yesterday that the Mets haven't closed the door on JBJ. Oh, I think that would be unlikely because JBJ is looking for you know, a multi-year deal. Um, and he's looking for a good amount of money. He's a Boris guy. But he's the he's clearly the top remaining free agent option at center field. So you have about half a dozen teams in the running for Bradley. You know, the Giants need a center fielder. So that's been that's been um, discussed. The Astros have been discussed, and the Red Sox have also been discussed. In order for him to have a return to Boston, I think that would only be in the cards if his asking price falls due to an unfriendly market. It would have to fall significantly for him to for, for Boston to be able to bring him back. That would mean, you know, the Astros and Giants find that. J- JBJ is asking for too much, and then Red Sox are able to come in there with, with, with a deal. I mean, what what are we thinking of for JBJ? Something about like he's probably looking for something like two years, twenty five. Um, but you know, will he get that? I don't know. Teams might want to give him something like two years, twenty. That's like you know, ten million a year. So, bottom line is, I think his price would need to go down in order for the Red Sox to sign him. I mean, you know. I would be happy for the Red Sox to bring, bring him back, but they just don't seem willing to break the bank to bring back JBJ. Obviously, he's looking for as much money as he can get because he's about to be 31 years old. This is like his last hurrah, so to speak. I mean, it's his first time as a free agent, so it's time to secure his future. So we'll keep an eye on that, but it seems that I would say the Astros and the Giants are the front runners, just based on the need I mean, Almora kind of pushes the Mets a bit further back, and the Red Sox don't seem willing to spend, so the Astros and Giants seem like more of logical options at this point. So we'll see We'll see what happens there, but that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share with someone who would be interested, and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.